You're listening to the Sleuth Podcast. Real private investigators here to help you find the truth when you need to know. Sharing sometimes shocking, sometimes heartwarming, and sometimes hilarious stories from the field. They keep it real. Interviews with experts bring you insights on how people leverage PIs in their lives and in their businesses. Licensed by the North Carolina Department of Public Safety. Here's your hosts, Jamie and Lindsay. Hello, hello. You are listening to Fluke Podcast. I am Jamie. This is Lindsay. We are self-quarantined PIs here to tell you the truth when you really need to know. Hello. Hey. From far away. From far away. So our show is, uh, even though you can't see us, brought to you today by Zoom. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Zoom. And so we're like zooming instead of being in the podcast room and brandy this stuff, you know, amid the whole COVID-19 going on. So being extra safe. Makes sense. Yeah. I was scared about the microphones and stuff and like maybe somebody coughs some COVID on there or something. And then, I, I was hitting then, them with disinfectant, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, today's episode is brought to you by MelvinMoreFitness.com. For all of your fitness needs, he is a fitness and nutrition coach specializing in booty building, body sculpting, and fat loss located in the Raleigh-Durham area, offering small group training, private one-on-one, online coaching, and nutrition guidance. Melvin Moore Fitness operates out of the Moore Fitness Studio. He has an intimate private training facility that provides a more personal environment to achieve your health and fitness goals. Woo! You got any new goals now that you're quarantined, friend? New goals? No. Uh, keep my house clean, but that's that's a regular goal. I always try to do that. Well, I talked to uh, Melvin yesterday when James went to work out, and I was telling him that, you know, since obviously nobody's going to be going to the gym, there was no need for me to, like, sign up for anything right this minute, and that I probably just want to do, like, some home working out. Like, a, I don't know, maybe he can, like, fix me a workout for just while I'm at home or outside, and so that's the new thing, but I've topped out. I'm super fat, and so I'm going to be working on that. My uh, my personal trainer Brandon sent me workouts to do at home. I haven't done them yet, but they're pretty. <laughs> hey, detailed. you guys have made it farther than I have. I I don't have a trainer, and I'm not working out at home. <laughs> unless unless yard work counts. I've been out in the yard a lot. I killed like five thousand fire ants today, and I've done some raking. So that's a thing. That's something. Oh, I'm scared of fire ants. I know it was fun to kill them, though. It was very satisfying. How did you kill the fire ant? It's like a bag that you get at Lowe's and you sprinkle it on there and then you water it. So me and Leanne were out there with our little watering can searching for fire ant mounds and killing them all today. That's cool. Yeah. Is, uh, okay. Has COVID been affecting you guys as Blackman PI? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I mean, medium, of course it's affecting us some, right? Because we do a lot of background checks, but... Um, the cheaters are still on the loose. Everything's on hold. So everybody's bored and who knows yeah. what excuses, you know, the other person is making so they can go hang out with their boot thing. So yeah, somebody was joking with me about it. We were just saying, like, what do you think is going to change? Like after everybody is spending so much more time outside of work and in their home with their spouses, like, are we going to see marriages being strengthened? Or are we going to see a lot of people like being like, I don't even like you? Uh <laughs> Oh, you see? know what? I bet you it's probably going to be both because you're right. It could go either way. You know, when you're forced to be together, yeah. if you're not the type of people that can put a puzzle together, you know, or like cook or clean together, then 
this is probably going to be a little bit aggravating, especially, you know, the kids are home too. So yeah, people aren't even used to being around their own families. I know people are struggling that um, there was a meme with a Barbie doll. Did you see it, Lindsay? It was a meme no. with Barbie doll and like all the makeup was um, smeared under her eyes. And she was like, I'm trying to, you know, keep my hands clean, keep the kids good work, you know, do all of these things, stay away from COVID and like stop touching my fucking face. And so she was like, her hair was sitting all to the sides. And she uh, that sounds like me every day. <laughs> <laughs> The poor mommies at home where, like, their kids are supposed to be kindergarten, first grade, and they haven't had to deal with them. Like, all of a sudden, everybody. Yes. Let me tell you, going to the grocery store, like, all all of my normal list, all those items were gone. And you know what it was? Like, the first thing I noticed was the produce section is pretty normal, except for bananas and potatoes and green peppers. Right? And so, in in a food lion, at least, which we always seem to talk about for some reason, (laughs) aisle in my store is the wine aisle. So, you know, that's a natural progression for me. So I started the wine aisle and the Chardonnay is running very low. And so I thought, shit, okay, this is going to be an interesting trip. So as I'm making my way through, all the kid food is gone. There's no more chicken nuggets. There's no more spaghetti, no mac and cheese. Do you know how many brands of like instant mac and cheese there are? Every single thing was gone all of them. And I'm like, you know what, obviously all the moms have panicked and bought up all the white wine and all the kid food. Yeah. At my Harris Teeter, like the produce section is virtually empty. And I don't know if it's because of demand or it's because nobody's coming in. So they're just not keeping as much of it as they used to. But I did notice because I stopped in yesterday to buy some beer that all the Bud Light was gone, which I had never seen. Yes. And it's only Bud Light and Budweiser. Isn't that weird? Yeah. The people are like, I'm taking it all. How much you got? I've been a cooking machine. I bought up everything I could find. And I'm so excited. Like, I have so much pork. I'm going to make so much barbecue. I've already made some casseroles. I'm enjoying being locked down. <laughs> I get to be, I get to do, I do yard work and work from home. This is perfect. I bet that's a lot of people in it. I bet they're going to feel that way for about two weeks. People are going to be like, yeah, it's like a snow day. It's like a snow week. Yeah. And then then we're going to find out what it's really like in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'm actually just fine in my little corner. So. Great. And my husband still has to go to work. So he's he's in biotech. So their world right now with the virus is a little bit different. They're being sent home with letters for, I guess, the possibility of like a quarantine's the wrong word, like a curfew. Right. So let's say that it happens to where nobody's allowed to be out unless they're like, you know, essential personnel going to work. The biotech people are receiving those letters already to show to law enforcement in case they get pulled over on the way to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of things. So even like on their lunch breaks, they've cut lunch breaks um, in half by how many people can go at a time. Um, at one of the biotech companies, only one person can sit at a table at a time. And these are very sterile places. So these people are wearing two and three layers of gloves. Those inside of the room has to be sprayed in. Um, so they're taking things very seriously. And I think watching them kind of, I think, could probably give us a heads up of what's to come. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not one normally to get scared by the news, but like just watching like 20 minutes of news in the morning is like, I got to stop watching the news. Yeah. I took a break yesterday. I said, you know what? I actually woke up and they said it had 40%, you know, rise in cases. I was like, you know, I just need to take a small break from this and just keep washing my hands. And Doesn't it seem like it's going to be a huge rise in cases because we haven't been testing. And now if they release millions of tests, we're going to see a rise in cases, right? Because. Right. 
Now, and the scary thing is they're talking about, you know, people who could be asymptomatic are just around here spreading this stuff and they're not getting sick, might not even ever show any kind of symptoms or anything like that. So I don't know. It's scary. I, I got like mice all wipes in my car and every time I get out, I'm like wiping everything down and wiping my steering wheel and yeah. Sure, my hands are clean. and We've been so, trying to eat out just because, you know, you're trying to support the restaurants. So we've just been hitting the drive throughs But even getting the food from the drive through I'm like, is this all right? Like, <laughs> oh, no, I would not do that. <laughs> I, right now, I had a Chick-fil-A one time. And then we went to Rocky Mount yesterday to work on a case. So we slid through Bojangles. Um, and the line was, of course, wrapped around the building. But it's interesting. Like, Chick-fil-A is not slowed down. Like, it's a steady drip of, like, people still coming to get I know. Anything with a drive-thru. Um, the case I was working on for you the other day, I ended up doing surveillance. Go figure out a drive-thru. And it was a, a pharmacy drive-thru for one. But even still, all the drive throughs on the way to that one pharmacy drive-thru, I mean, they're just, they're packed. People don't want to go inside. That makes sense, though. Is is our ABC store closed? I walked there last I, night because it was really mine nice Mine was open out, a few hours ago. And it was closed. And I didn't know if it was because I walked there too late or because there was something wrong. And I think they shortened the hours a little bit. But I did hear from somebody. I forget what they were, how they knew this. But supposedly, like, 24 to 48 hours, they may shut the liquor stores, too. So... Yeah, we went today and it was packed. There were no parking spots. People were coming out with multiple bags, um, just trying to buy up what they, what they can. And, you know, I was thinking about it and maybe it's because they're trying to make hand sanitizer. Who knows? I did see a news story of a local distillery that does vodka where they just add uh, aloe to their vodka and they converted mm-hmm. their things over. So they're actually making hand sanitizer. I thought that's pretty cool. Is yeah, the- you can make your own and it just has to be so long as the alcohol is 60% alcohol or higher the cdc says that you can use that for your um, little hand sanitizer recipe and even that's super easy it's what is it at one part alcohol to two parts aloe right or is it the other way i don't know i'm not sure i was about to say have you made any out can you use the green alcohol green alcohol have you ever seen that green alcohol what's green the alcohol is green there's green alcohol like the kind that you drink or like isopropyl alcohol Isopropyl alcohol. Uh, that's like rubbing alcohol. It's green. That's weird. Yeah, look at it next time you go. I mean, I'm sure it's all gone, but um, old people usually have like the green alcohol. I don't know what the difference is. Are you doing anything extra special except for DIY hand sanity or something to stay away or stay safe or boost your immunity or anything like that? I'm just trying to stay home. Like I said, the only time, the only reason we went to the ABC store today was because it was next to the pediatrician's office and we were already there because my daughter swallowed a nickel. (laughs) So unless some crazy emergency like that takes us out of the house, we're in for the foreseeable future and social distancing. I'm pretty good at that. You guys had had uh, Brandon Woolley on the show, and he has a podcast as well. And on his episode this week, they reminded me that the most important thing you can do to keep your immune system healthy is sleep. And that's the thing that people cut out on when they're at home, right? You stay up late because you don't have to do your normal routine. So that's important, I guess. You got to keep, you got to keep, get your sleep. Well, sleeping is always good. I was telling Lindsay that I'm making a fire cider. So probably like, five or six years ago, I ran across this uh, recipe on Pinterest and it is like an immune boosting, you know, germ blocking tonic that you can drink. So it's it's a combination of like 
ginger root and horseradish root and onions and garlic and peppers and rosemary, turmeric, cayenne, all kinds of stuff. And you put it in a big jar and you pour apple cider vinegar over it and you let it sit like in your laundry room or something for like almost a month. And you like shake it up every now and then and it becomes like this. I see potent, potent, potent tonic. It's awesome. wonder if that'll kill my fire ants. I'm sure it would. Whenever you finish the tonic, you have to strain all of this stuff out in like a cheesecloth. And whatever's left over, you can either let it dry out and grind it and it can be like a seasoning on your food or something. That sounds like it would not taste very good. It's not. um, Everything sounded okay until you said pour vinegar on it. Well, yeah, ferment you know, it, <laughs> but it's for it's for antioxidants and all those things to help you feel better. So I guess I kind of get that. The best things in life are fermented. What's right. the What's the weirdest thing you guys have seen out doing your PI work? As far as like, what have been the things that have been like the most disconcerting? The the court system. We were just talking about that today, and Jamie 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 was um, throwing some knowledge at me about our changes in the courts, and that kind of affects us with what we do with background checks. What was up with that? Yeah, so each day we have gotten updates on court courthouse closings. So, of course, like New York is shut down. California is shut down. Well, we can't get anything from California anyways, but... So does that just um, a postponement, like an indefinite postponement of everything? Yes, for them right now. What about Most people that are like people, bail and stuff? Is it just postponed? So in North Carolina, um, they are leaving open first appearance court and they have magistrates who are there to speak to people who are on bond. So that whole process is happening. It's just when they are setting your court dates or any court dates that have been set as of what, like this Monday, everything is going to be at least 30 days out. So, you know, <laughs> find time to be a criminal because you got like an extra now to try to like either. I wonder what that has to do with like, or how that's going to affect like major crimes. So I don't know. They have, they can run farther in a longer distance, you know, like more time, more time to get away. Well, hopefully it'll, hopefully what'll happen, this Joe being naive, is like every time there's been like a major crisis in the country, the the crime rate actually goes down during that time. Like the president enacted that wartime thing where you actually, you can convert your business to do things to help with the war effort. The act is called right now. I sound ignorant talking about it because I totally forgot the name. But um, it reminded me of a story somebody was telling me about like when 9-11 happened that all the strip clubs were empty that night. Right. It was just like things that are normally things that vices for people maybe aren't the most important thing (laughs) in the world in a a time of national crisis. So maybe we'll get something like that for a while. But I don't know, man. People get bored and boredom is is a scary thing. Right. Right. And boredom and especially if people can't get food and stuff like that. I'm a little concerned about that. I mean, I think it should be okay because like all the grocery stores and stuff are supposed to stay open. I have a friend that works for IHOP and she's been out of work since Monday. And yeah. I mean, that's just nothing. She gets I know nothing. friends, um, restaurant workers that have already been laid off. Yeah. Fired. Just like no job. We don't know if we're going to open back up or what's going to happen. I saw a report yesterday on CBS that said that it's one in five households have been laid off already. Wow. Which means we're at the lowest point of unemployment we've ever been. Crazy. Come on, Trump. Fix it. He said he was going to fix it all. 
I am interested to see what happens with couples. So I, I did a quick Google search looking for any type of like cheating stories that might have happened concerning the coronavirus. And I immediately found one. Get out of here. Yes. So I thought this was pretty great slash, you know, sad. Um, so the, the talk of public health officials in England right now. So there's a married man and he's in his late thirties and he told his wife he was going away on a business trip in the UK and she had no idea that he actually visited Italy. Um, and as you guys know, Italy, you know, has really suffered from the coronavirus more so than most places. So As he returned home from the business trip, he started showing symptoms. He went to the hospital and tests revealed that he had COVID-19. So he had to confess to public health coordinators in North of England how he picked up the killer bug following his secret break overseas. But here's the catch. He didn't travel alone. He was with his mistress, or as Jamie and I call it, the associate. All right. The man was described as a well-heeled and with a high-flying job, whatever that means. <laughs> what? Well, doctors that the affair was with a woman, but has refused to name her. I guess maybe to, I don't know, say that it wasn't with a man. I don't know why with a woman was so italicized, but his case would be funny if it wasn't so serious. So the man confessed that he'd been in Italy and that his wife has no idea and he was with his associate. The wife thinks that he just picked up the disease on a business trip away. So although the patient admitted to medics what had happened, he said nothing would persuade him to name his mistress And despite his infection, he was expected to survive the outbreak, unlike his extramarital relationship. So no choice but to tell his wife about, you know, contracting the virus. His wife is now in self-isolation in their lavish North England home, and he's in the hospital. So imagine, like, here, here I'm just thinking, what happens when he calls her? Because, you know, technology, I'm sure they're video chatting, or maybe they're not. Maybe she's totally panicking, thinking that he's over there in the hospital dying and he's really just avoiding her because he doesn't want to tell her what happened. (laughs) That's just kind of what I'm picturing. So, I mean, the the end of the article, that was pretty much it. They just kind of gave the the gist that, you know, the man lied to his wife. He went overseas. He went to Italy with his mistress and he came home. He showed symptoms. He has the virus for sure. And he's not telling his wife. So, Obviously, the news has a hold of this story already, so we'll see what happens. But um, somewhere she's putting it together. She's like, "Man, Italy went to wait a second. He's in the hospital. Hey. She's at home. Wait, that's and me. she's in isolation, so she can't like you know. I feel like most times when people realize that their marriage is at an end and you know there's been an affair, they go to their siblings' house or their parents' house. You know what I mean? And you reach out for support in some way, but she can't even do that, and nobody can go to her either. Right, so she's sitting there stewing. Right. Being really angry when it's done. That's kind of crazy. I'd be pissed. We're going to have a lot of those stories, I feel like. We had one one client that, well, these people work, they work in the medical field. So, you know, the medical field is not shut down, right? So they still have to go to work and still go about their duties as normal. And that kind of gives them, I mean, I think this one person was using, well, obviously they were using that to claim that they were doing all these extra double shifts while they've been hanging out with Paramore. So um, I think we might get a lot of that. 
and sad, but you know, it's kind of a great time to kind of get this information. Say you hadn't hired a PI yet and you, you know, assumed that your spouse was cheating. Now would be a great time to start like documenting things like what's happening during these times. Like those kids are out of school and you're not working or supposed to be working from home. You know, now is the time to get out your little journal and kind of jot down what's happening, what that person is doing, get you a PI on the phone and start doing some surveillance. Um, yeah, I was thinking we have the case, and I know I've talked about this on so many episodes, it's the case that never goes away for me, the one that keeps coming back at nighttime. Well, it's back again, and this is kind of the perfect opportunity. So what we've been doing for nearly a year for this client is doing a nighttime check on his ex's house to see is her associate there with her at nighttime. So they're on lockdown, not necessarily lockdown right now, but the kids are out of school. So they have to be there with kids. And all we need is just 10 days in a row. And so here you go. You know, we just happen to have this global emergency where everybody's at home. And he was like, let's see what happens during Armageddon. Like maybe, you know, he'll stay home and be the boyfriend that he, that he is. So and he's been there too. So we're only a few days into this 10, but I don't want to get too excited yet. I know. I do, though. I just want to. Every day I'm like, oh, that. He yeah. was there. He was there. So I definitely think that there's going to be a lot of new babies in nine months. What do you guys think are going to be the worst oh, yes. COVID baby names? Oh, the COVID baby names? Oh. Corona. There's going to be corona. a lot of Aronas, Maybe Corona. Corona. Pomona. <laughs> There's a um a guy that I see on social media. He does um he sells sea moss, King Sea Moss gel, and he posted something about it boosting fertility. And he was talking about you know people having his sea moss gel and don't be mad when your little Corona babies pop up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right to save sex, people. This is not the time to be right. You know. Actually, I saw a pregnant lady at uh, Walmart, and what a scary time to be pregnant. Yes, you guys, my friend that I told you about, my friend Abby, she's a little bit nervous. She's due the beginning of May. And so at this point, a lot of women that are pregnant, like in the mom groups and stuff, they're commenting that their hospital tours are being canceled. And that's not necessarily a big thing, unless it's your first or you've never given birth at that hospital. Um, and who, who knows what our situation is going to be like. So some of the fears that they have right now are what if the hospital rec- recommends me to have a home birth, like with a doula or well, something. That's I'm going to sign me up for a home birth anyways. Oh, I mean, no, no. Unless they can bring the epidural to my house. No. Don't need the epidural. Don't yeah. need the epidural. Shit. I just be, I, well, I was too late for mine. So by the time... I was like six centimeters by the time I got to the hospital. You're so lucky. As I like slept through the first half of it because I was so, you know. <laughs> what? Girl, I was just like, you know, my stomach really kind of hurts. And and then I went to the hospital and the baby was halfway there, so I didn't get the epidural. But I probably would be scared enough with the corona that I would prefer to like try to have the baby at home or something. Corona. Yeah, I already told her. I told my daughter I was trying to explain, you know, she's three. I was trying to explain to her the coronavirus and germs. And she looked at me with this puzzled look as soon as I said germs. And she said, Mommy, tell them to wash their hands. Uh, <laughs> oh, <Wow>, yeah. <laughs> smart little baby. Yes. I just got an email from Wake County with a link to remote learning resources for the kids. 
but they said that they won't be graded. Good luck trying to get the kids to do it. Right. Right. Say, mine says that they, the teachers have been told not to give them assignments with grades, like graded assignments. Yeah. Okay. So um, I did find another story, not necessarily coronavirus related, but one of the more recent, actually the last networking meeting that I went to, there was somebody there who was asking everybody in the group from, you know, obviously each of the people in the groups are of different professions and he wanted everybody to kind of reflect and think about at what point do your customers call you? You know, and we all kind of unanimously decided that they go with a pro when they have realized that they can't do it themselves. They don't have time to um, or they don't know how to whatever the job is, whether it's, you know, landscaping or private investigation or podcasting, whatever it is. So um, that's why I was kind of looking at these stories. And this story happened to be titled Going with a Pro. And so it caught my eye. So here we go. So it takes a certain mentality to want to be an adult actor. It takes something else altogether to make a half-assed audition tape with a hooker and a GoPro camera. (laughs) (laughs) And all behind your wife's back. So the lady says, one day my husband was getting ready for work and I saw him packing his GoPro case. I thought, hmm, that's weird. Why would he be taking it to work? Some people would just leave it there, living by the mantra that ignorance is bliss, but not her. So when he jumped into the shower, I replaced his GoPro with mine and thought I'd look through the files when he leaves for work. Suspicions <laughs> were on alert because we had just taken a trip to the Philippines with some friends. Uh, quote, guys only weekend kind of thing. I fire up the camera and I find three videos and there he is in all his glory with a Filipino prostitute posing for the camera like he's some porn star. I was enraged, but also looking at this fool acting like he's an adult film star was pretty hilarious. (laughs) So I just, I thought that that was kind of a good one. You know, that was pretty clever of her to replace the camera with her own. And this is kind of, you know, when, when I was answering my friend's question in the networking meeting, you know, he asked, well, okay, so if people have decided that it's time to seek out a PI, when is that? And I said, well, obviously it's like everyone else here has said, it's when they've decided that, you know, they've done their research and they're ready to move forward. So this would definitely be one of those scenarios where she's done her research. So she had enough of a suspicion to, you know, replace the camera with her own and enough of a suspicion to realize that, you know, Hey, why is he taking that to work? I haven't seen him do that before. And I think that most of the time when the clients come to us, they're at some type of similar point, you know, in their relationship where they're starting to pinpoint things that are new or out of the ordinary. And even though she kind of did take matters into her own hands, what then? You know, at, at that point, that would be a good time to say, hey, I've done my research and I'm ready to reach out to a professional, go with a pro and um, have them look into things further and see what he does in the future, not just what he's already done. Right. right. Would, would that would that video be admissible? I remember last time you guys were talking about video and need to be time stamped and all the different qualifiers that it needed to be admissible in court. But I think GoPros in particular also have like a geolocation on there, don't they? Yes, and because the way she found it and because she knew that it was his camera, she would be able to use that. So it's not like a third person. She found that within, you know, her home, you know, because of her suspicion. So that would be totally okay to use. So if I was her, I'd be calling all of his guys' friends' wives 
saying, hey, for some reason our husbands were with hookers in the Philippines. Maybe you should check his GoPro or his phone or something like that. No, but they would, I mean, but what if he went with, I mean, a lot of times the wives don't have that type of relationship with their friends' wives or those people that they're cheating on their wives with. That's true. But if she thought it was funny to watch him do that, I would think maybe she would have that type of relationship. Well, I would just go ahead and get me some screenshots and keep them in my car if I need to. And then whenever he tries to act stupid, I could flip out one of these pages and say, do you really want to go there? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you sure this? Or what do you want to do? Yeah, she's going to pretty much win every argument for the rest of the relationship, huh? Well, right. I just wish you would do the dishes. Well, let me show you this picture from you. Great. <laughs> do you remember this time? Okay, well, this is why I'm not doing it. I don't know. Who should do the dishes? You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you own or manage a business? The people you employ represent your company and your reputation. They might drive company vehicles or wear your logo. Your business's name is in their email. Blackman Detective Services pre-screens employees for statewide or national criminal records and DMV history so you can know before you hire. Verify the resume licenses and certifications for anyone applying to work for your business and your home. Thoroughly examine your child care and elderly care and even pet sitters. Call Blackman Detective Services and put good people to work. Imagine my voice reading your company's advertisement on air for all the followers and subscribers of all the shows recorded at Podcast Carry. Your advertisement can be customized to say whatever you want said about you and your business. We would love for you to sponsor our show and support the sleuths and also advertise your services and messages at the same time. All opinions expressed on this podcast do not constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The views expressed by participants are in their individual capacities only, not those of Blackman Detective Services. Listeners of this podcast should contact their attorneys to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information expressed in this podcast is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation. So with the with the bars being closed, how much is that affecting your guys's Yeah, I had the same thought. You know, we were we were working on a cheating spouse case very recently in the past couple of days and I told Jamie, I was like, Well, you know what? Bars and restaurants are closed. So if the the subject goes and meets with the associate, where would they even go on a date? And so immediately we were thinking, Well, I mean, we have seen in a lot of situations where they're not necessarily going on a date. They just get in each other's back seat and that's what they're doing. Um, or, or they would just go straight to the house. Right. And that, that's actually better because then this was closed pretty damn quick. <laughs> they went home. Yeah. They come home. She's come in and out of the house or they're going, you know, in and out or he takes them to the car. That's much better than us just catching them at dinner. Because, you know, people go and have drinks at the bar with each other and they'll say, oh, I was just having a drink. And, you know, people who are trying to hide the fact that they are cheating, like most people aren't just out there willy nilly and they don't care if anybody sees them. So if they're out in public, you're not really going to be really lovey dovey. You're not going to get that romantic shot that we want to get. I would much prefer to know that you've been over his house all day you just came out from right. the apartment at some crazy late hour of the night nobody then, has a nobody has a lunch meeting at somebody's house like oh it's a lunch right. it's a work thing at their house 
Well, you know that case we were talking about with Mary Garganis on her episode, they're talking with trying divorce lawyers about the guy who went and saw three different ladies within that one little span of time in the middle of the day. So, I mean, I kind of think that, I mean, the bars being closed is a good thing for us. It kind of makes it open and shut because Mm -hmm. you're going to be sitting in your car and somebody's going to see you or you're going to have to go to a house or somebody's house or, and that, I mean... We love a house. Or public spaces, which is also good for you guys, right? Like your parks and your your public areas. Right. We haven't had anybody at a park yet. (laughs) I don't know. I I would kind of be afraid to go to a park just because everybody and their mama and their dogs are out walking and trying to. Or or worst case scenario, there's nobody but you and your subject. Right. And Like if you're on foot. In your neighborhoods right now, are there a lot of people out? I know I drove home last night, and there was the most people I've ever seen walking down the street. I know it's a lot of people on the sidewalks, even in Crossroads, you know, in the shopping center up the road. And I live right around the corner, so anytime I go somewhere, I'm going through Crossroads. And there are people walking everywhere. The stores are closed, but the people are out. And I was actually reading some little blog article that I found on Facebook, and she was explaining the importance of the isolation and staying at home. And she was trying to say, you know, hey, look at it, look at it, the bright side, take this time to spend with your family and get outside every day if you can. It's not healthy to stay inside for long periods of time. And when our routines are disrupted, you know, we used to get in our car and drive to work and now we're not doing that. So it's still important for people to get out and move around. Yeah, right. I I think that's what we're seeing. Well, and you know, and it's, you know, we, we love marriage and we want people to work out. So then I think that'd be a nice time if people could take the opportunity to kind of spend these times together and maybe fix some of the problems that they have going on or at least attempt to, right? I don't know. It could be a blessing or a curse either way. It just yeah. kind of depends on where the people are at. One of the first things that crossed my mind when everybody started sending everybody home in regards to what you guys do is you guys process a lot of like workman's comp and also like like people not doing what they should be doing at work. Have any employers started to reach out about now everybody's working from home and they're like, are they working? How do we know if they're working? Not I don't yet. think we've gotten there yet, but I bet you we will. Yeah, I don't know. How do you verify if somebody's actually working from home or not? I know there's software. Now, we versions. did one of those cases before though, Jamie. Remember the small expensive coffees? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny coffees. Oh, that was a fun one. So this man, I can't, have we talked about that case before? No. Okay. So I think we've mentioned it before, but maybe not in the same context, but it was exactly that situation. Obviously this was a long time ago. There wasn't the coronavirus and there was no curfew or anything, but the man, it was her, his employer that hired us and wanted to know if the man was working at all. So I guess the office had reported um, that he was never there and he had some type of like corporate job. I don't know. He was some sort of, you know, wear a suit to work every day type guy. And he, he had a big, gorgeous home, you know, North Raleigh. And I would start there in the morning and see, you know, does he get up and go to work every day? And sometimes he would go to work, but he would be at the office for like 15 minutes. The majority of his day was spent from, he would wake up in the morning and he would go straight to Starbucks and he would buy two very tiny coffees and take them home. So one for him, one for his wife, whatever she was doing at home. And then an hour or so later, he'd come back out and he'd go to the office for 
10 minutes or so and come back out and he'd go to another little private coffee shop and he'd buy another small, very expensive coffee and he'd get in his car and he'd drive around and he did this all day, every day. And he was just kind of loosey goosey on the go. His life was full of extravagance and he was very lazy. And I mean, it was just obvious that he was not working. You know, there was no even one long, like three hour time span where he was in any particular building. What could you possibly get done? And he was never on the phone. He just kind of, he would take the long route between his house and work. You know, every time we got in the car and I'd be on his tail, I was thinking, oh my God, he's not, he's not going to work. He's not going to work. Where are we going to go? Because he was just driving through the neighborhoods, driving through the shopping centers. And I'm like, oh man, we're going to go to someone's house. Something cool is about to happen. No, he was probably listening to a podcast or to radio. <laughs> he was just sipping <laughs> on a tiny coffee and always had a time. So I, I have this study out that I've been pulling up from Inc. Magazine, and it's talking about the average American worker works for 8.8 hours a day, but they actually only work effectively or actually do work for less than three hours. And so they spend like one hour, five minutes reading websites, 44 minutes on social media, and this is average. Discussing non-work-related things with coworkers is 40 minutes. <laughs> Searching for new jobs is 26 minutes. Taking smoke breaks is 23 minutes. Making calls to partners and friends is 18 minutes. Making a hot drink, 18 minutes. Texting, 14 <laughs> minutes. Eating snacks, 8 minutes. Making food in the office, 7 minutes. And then whatever we're doing to kill time, not working. You've got to think, right? Do you guys think it's going to go down when you're at home? Because now you've got your kids, you've got your house, and all the chores that you need to do. I can't imagine we're going to get more productive. I think for the people, there's... Hey, I hate to be this person, but there's two kinds of people. There's people who already do that every day and those who don't. So like, like me, for instance, that's kind of my dad's <laughs> right. or, or working moms and stay at home moms. I mean, you know what I mean? Like when you get up and go to work every day and you have that type of daily hourly routine, that has very much changed with this isolation, but you've kind of always been in isolation. If you know, you're a stay at home or a work from home mom, you know, because that's kind of what you're doing. You're multitasking all day and you're right. doing the, the dishes, the laundry, take the dog out, you know, change the diaper, get some stuff done on social media, get some stuff done with work, you know, answer the phone, answer the emails and be available for this available for that. And I know I really don't see any difference personally for me, but that's the, the box that I fit into. But then there's, Unless, of course, I'm doing like surveillance or something that's totally different. But if if your routine has been disrupted and now you are fitting into that box, yeah, that's going to that's gonna mess with some people and it might take a little bit to get used to it because it's a different routine. Yeah, and not everybody has a job that you just sit in front of your computer. Like I think people right. that can work from home well, when their entire task list is on their computer, that makes sense. But what if your task list has very little to do with a computer but more to do with like, I don't know, you're... You run tests, you pack packages, you do things at work. Yeah. It's scary to think about what's going to happen to all the waitresses Well, that's and waiters. That's a, that's a terrible profession to be in right now with all the restaurants being closed. Right, and this is like the only situation where that would be terrible too because any other like, you know, end of time situation, right. we would all be going out to eat and we'd all be going to the bar. Yeah, I would think if I was a waiter or a waitress, I would think, well, people are going to eat. I'm all right, like as far as job security goes. Yeah, but now when they're spreading germs and you can't see them and, you know, I don't know. I think it's scary. I'm kind of glad that we kind of have a break from all of the stuff because it's kind of forcing me to sit down and get some things lined up and organize things a little bit better and 
you know, I can get some things done at my house that I needed to do. I mean, a lot of times, you know, meeting clients and networking, that stuff just takes a lot of time. And it's kind of like we're getting a, a break to catch up and reorganize and just yeah. get ready for when things go back to normal or whatever it's going to be. And just try to keep up with what's going on and be able to inform people however we can and, you know, still provide our services you know, what's nice about us is we're in our car, right? So we're not really going to be in places where there's large groups of people, you know, cheaters aren't cheating, you know, at the club like that, you know, not really. Not the people that we're dealing with usually. We're pretty good at self-isolation. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, so we're social distancing. <laughs> yeah, Craig was like, you know, oh, nobody can, I haven't been on that corona. I'm in my car. I'm still working. Let me know what you want me to do. And I'm just like, okay, great. You know, somebody's ready to work and get out there and, you know, it can't get you while you're in, in the protected within the walls of your car. So Don't roll the windows down. Plus, there's so much pollen anyways, so it's like your safe little car bubble. I know, that pollen is crazy. I've been getting a kick out of the, uh, have you guys seen the introvert memes going around online? Like, uh, yeah. if you're an introverted person that's like, stay six feet away from people and try not to contact people. I've been doing that for years. Like, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love to be at home and not have to go anywhere. So I, I ventured out to the grocery store, of course, but we worked a case and we went to Rocky Mountain. So I was like, well, I haven't heard of any coronavirus in Rocky Mountain, so we should be okay. <laughs> so we did that and we were, we were outside um, at a trailer park. And so the people that we talked to, we stayed, you know, within that social distance space. Right. And, you know, it's kind of nice. I can't lie. I was kind of excited, you know, to get out there and do something instead of being, you know, sitting at home and just typing and writing notes and working on reports and stuff. So my wife said she saw a news report uh, about the introvert extrovert thing that was basically saying now extroverts for the first time in their life, get a taste of what it feels like to be an introvert. Like we have to force ourselves to go out to work and be around other people and extroverts. It's always easy, but now they got to stay home <laughs> by themselves. Yes. Yeah, stay home, figure, see and feel what this is like. And well, my thing is, everybody's house should be clean. You can go ahead and do some spring cleaning, get everything yes, spring cleaning ready, and work on the yard. I mean, there's a lot that we can do. I mean, it's just everybody wants to binge watch Netflix, and they were talking about they were gonna like um, change the quality, take away the HD or whatever for a while because everybody was using up all the bandwidth watching, you know, streaming. Right. Oh, who knows? I mean, why would they take that away from us? <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> little children need the internet so they can do their schoolwork. They're not going to do that. <laughs> well, the little ones still have to do stuff. I think it's the big ones that don't really have to do anything. How yeah, I know. Wake Tech, they extended the spring break. Okay. Yeah. They just said a little bit ago, Wake Tech might not go back at all. The people I feel bad for is the seniors because if they don't go back this year, they don't get a prom, they don't get to walk, they don't get all the stuff that they've been looking forward to the last 12 years-ish, you know, (laughs) being like, yes, this is my time. Right. But you did get out of school six months early. Yeah. They're probably very okay with it. They're like, oh, all right. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fair trade. But you know what? They'll probably just have a 2020, you know, COVID reunion or something for prom. You know, it was just... I mean, this is just part of, I, I, something I saw on Facebook was like, the children who are graduating in 2020 were either like born right around 9-11 and something else happened in between. So it's almost like 
these kids have kind of grown up in tragedies happening, yeah. you know, and that, I don't know, maybe it's just part of their, I don't know which one are they, Zennials or Zennial, I don't know which ones they are. They're know. not Zennials. They're like the X and Z or something. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I heard somebody say the other day, and I really thought it was is a good way to say it because we've been saying social distancing. I think we should be saying physical distancing. Like I think it's really fun to be able to talk to you guys because you know, yeah, we we can't stop connecting with each other. Or we're all going to get cabin fever and start feeling depressed and moody. And we have all this great technology that we didn't have back then. But now, like right. my my kids started doing this yesterday, and I thought, man, that's a cool idea that they can do that. Um, Netflix has a watch party feature now. So the, yeah. my daughter was watching Spider-Man with all the kids from her class and they were just chatting in the chat room and talking with each other while they're watching Spider-Man on Netflix. Oh, I to watch something with my cousin. That sounds awesome. She's been um, self-quarantined. So my cousin has cancer and so her white blood cells were down. And so this was like right before they started, you know, CDC said like 50 people or something. And so she's been home, um, not going anywhere, grocery right. store, nothing. So, we might have a watch party. Yeah. I'll be no. I also oh, hope that movies will just release direct to stream. Like, wouldn't that be great? Because nobody's going to the theater right now. Why don't they just right. put the new movies out so we can buy them and they can still make money? That's a good idea. I don't do movie theaters. No, at all? No, no. I'm not trying to die in a movie theater. That's <laughs> That could happen. People are crazy. Or you could catch the corona. You could catch the corona. You could get killed by some crazed fan. And the only two exits are like down a flight of stairs at the bottom in the dark. And I'm one of those people I have to hold on to the side. <laughs> like walking down those stairs in the dark. The little lights are not bright enough. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would be on the stairs. <laughs> I used to well, I I used to clean movie theaters in high school, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world that they gave us leaf blowers to just blow all the popcorn to the front to sweep up. Ew! Like really? That's how, that's how you clean the movie theater. You just grab the leaf blower, you start at the top, and blow all that crap down to the bottom, and then sweep that it up. That is nasty, so now it's all over the seats, it's in the air, <laughs> just circulated all around. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> well, um, everybody needs to stay safe out there. Super hand washing. I told y'all about this like five weeks ago when I said, wash your hands, people. How funny is it that the last episode we did um, was focused around the coronavirus? And then here we are on lockdown, podcasting from three individual locations. I know. I just hope it gets better. I mean, I just, you know pray that they can figure out something and yeah. get something to, to start working and restock the white wine and chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, back to normal. <laughs> well, I'm going to be vegetarian by the time this thing is over. If I got to fight for chicken, cause I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. Well tell the people where they can find us. Lindsay. You guys can, y'all know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at the sleuth underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for black men detective service on Facebook. Always on our website, blackmanpi.com. <laughs> well, look, if you search for things, you should be able to find us. You'll find us. It's not hard. If you have questions about background checks, give us a call. We can kind of tell you who's closed and who's not. And, you know, if you're still in the hiring process, we know that there's some freezes going on. Um, but if you're still in the hiring process, we can still kind of get 
at least North Carolina um, done for you and kind of revisit and later on. Um, Any rehiring and drug testing that needs to happen at the end of our quarantine session. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, we need to make a post. You might want to test all your people after the quarantine. Right. Quarantine after the COVID because <laughs> they might be like high now and then, you know, they got bored at home and yeah. started partaking. Yeah. Um, and then also like Joe, Joe recommended, you know, I thought that was pretty good, good point. People working from home. So any businesses that might have concerns on what employees are doing during this work from home period, we can definitely go and check on that. Yep. Cause we're still working. Mm-hmm. One man in the car, keeping those germs away. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stay safe out there and we will see you next time. Blackman Detective Services. Check out our website at blackmanpi.com and follow us on Facebook. We don't sleuth shame. Subscribe to The Sleuth on your favorite podcast app if you really want to know.